0: Welcome to Quick It Awesome Cast, Episode 162. We're at it again still. I thought you would have murdered me in this last week when since you came back, I was expecting the wrath of Charlie, but I'm still here. Luckily, I'm still here.
1: <laughs> sure.
0: <laughs> but yeah, what's going on, everybody? Um, unfortunately, it is this is a two-man crew today. Yep. Um, it is it is myself. This is Alex, aka Mave Online, uh, aka. Actually, I don't have another one. <sighs> Jeff was good at these fucking nicknames. I'm not. Um, and of course we're here with uh Charlie, Yo. Charlie, Charlie. Wow. Okay. Uh, you know what? We're we just Podcast both brain bad this morning. We're just. Yeah, I think we're just. You know what? Just pack it up, guys. Let's just pack it up. We had a good run. 162 was our cutoff. This sure, is it.
1: Fuck it. Why not? <laughs> Burn Normally, to the I'm ground, bad. motherfuckers! <laughs> Middle fingers out! Spinning bullet spray! I will get my uh,
0: ICP makeup ready to go. I'm going to juggalo this fucking podcast and just burn it all to the ground.
1: Alex, You so this podcast always been juggalo. It's why there's no video feed for it. I'm wearing <laughs> the paint right now. Are, are you rocking the full regalia? I am down with the hatchet.
0: <laughs> you down to clown?
1: Oh, I'm down to clown, motherfucker. Magnets, <laughs> how do they work? <laughs> All the jungle jokes I got right. now.
0: Yeah. Uh. Well, yes. I am, of course, Alex, A.K.A. Mave Online. I'm joined today here with Charlie, A.K.A. Mordack. Um. Alas, uh, Henry, A.K.A. Kraken Zero slash, uh, Nomad Har, uh, will not be here with us today. He is in the Shadow Realm.
1: No, we 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 need to put these. Either fucking watch Yu-Gi-Oh already, or put these Shadow Realm jokes to end, because what you are saying is he's in hell. No, he's fighting That's what the Shadow Realm is. Well, he could be, I don't know.
0: I don't know for sure, okay? He could be fighting off Uh, hordes and hordes of things in hell, and we don't know that, okay? So, yeah.
1: Portland has made you worse.
0: Portland is, I've always
1: been this way. I know, but Portland has made you worse. <laughs> Hard for me to drive and kick the shit out of you. I'd have to, like, put effort in now. Yeah. Maybe it's time. Alex, yeah, let me get. Portland the- watch, because someone has to keep an eye on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need that much
0: watch. Let me just, let me just, uh, hold on. Uh, hold on. There we go. Let's get the Red Bull flowing. <sighs> because I'm I'm trying to get that Red Bull sponsorship. Hey uh, Red Bull, if you're out there. I,
1: every couple years I realize that like Red Bull in the US is not Red Bull in the rest of the goddamn world and is it part not? of my brain breaks. Really? I mean, it, it's still an energy drink, it, but like I think it's like Thai Red Bull is in, is like significantly stronger. I I'm more talking about the way the brand is represented outside of the US. Like it's a much more respected brand outside of the US than it is in the US. Here it's, this fucking, here it's the thing you mix with vodka. The rest of really it has like fucking stadiums and shit like that. Huh. Like they are a, They're not, not a small deal in the US, but like not in the same way they're a big deal in the rest of the world. Gotcha. Okay, fair enough. Remember, they have like goddamn internationally known events like the Flu thing. Well, the Flu is fucking great. Yeah, but remember that's Red Bull's event. They like sponsored that shit in wholeness. I think.
0: Yeah, this is. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, Red Bull's Red Bull. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, Your, uh, the flu Talk is great, but they're an energy drink. Oh no, the drink is appeals to the, the same. Cool
1: but like in the rest of the world, they are like a legit sportsy thing, which they're not in the U.S. But I. I'm gonna fucking stop talking. I, it's...
0: <laughs> it's all right. It, this is... You know what? It's it's 162 episodes. We're allowed to have kind of a, a one-off. It's okay, man. We'll bounce a back. A one-off at
1: 162. Oh, boy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's all right, bro. It's Side okay. Side
1: of professionalism.
0: Yeah. Hey, ev- even... Even shows like Breaking Bad had the one off episode that people were just kinda like,
1: uh ah, okay. But I like the fly. I think it's the best episode of that show. Dude, I love that you knew exactly what fucking episode I was talking about. It's the most important episode of that entire show.
0: <laughs> I mean it does have good character development, but it's, it is the essentially.
1: most it is the point when that show goes from being about one thing to what the rest of that show is about. Like that is the that is a like spoke pivot point of that show. That people just do not understand
0: gotcha fair enough uh, That it,
1: it is a in the grand spectrum of that show like it seems out of place but mm-hmm. the, the, what that episode is is the transition from kind of the small deal drug dealer shit to the finale of that show like, it is what sets up maybe not domino but it, it, it puts Walter White and Jesse on the path that leads them to what the final season of that show is
0: Okay, I could see that. Okay, yeah,
1: I, and no, anyway, it's a weird episode, but like, it is the point where Jesse doesn't realize how fucking in it they are, and Walter White is starting to realize just how fucking in it they are at that point. And like, it's the we have to change. We can't be getting by by the skin of our teeth. Like, we're not small time drug dealers anymore. We are involved in some kingpin ass shit.
0: Hmm.
1: Everything All has right. to run perfect now.
0: Okay. I'll 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 allow it. That's that's a good point. It is a very it also kinda of is an interesting reveal on like how meticulous to the point that like one thing will drive fucking Walter insane.
1: Well it it's also the important like it that whole show is a microcosm for well that episode is a microcosm for the realities of the drug industry. The drug industry isn't some like Yeah, people like first season Jesse are a big part of that industry, but they're not the ones making a shit ton of money. The ones making a shit ton of money are the ones that run it like a goddamn like high end everything must go right or people die business. It's not Mm -hmm. about drugs at that point. It's about pipeline it's about supply sorry, supply chains and delivery and accountants and relations. It's not about like, yo, we got this meth. It's about Okay, I have eight million pounds of meth and have to find a way to get it out there, and here's how we do it. And if someone forgets to bribe someone or a tire pops or whatever, shit goes to hell real quick. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah.
0: Also it's about meth. It's
1: about meth, yeah.
0: <laughs> we should start up the uh the wicked awesome breaking podcast.
1: That would just right be me going about, like, I want that last season they talked about doing to happen, and Better Call Saul is a better show. Every episode would be like, yeah, but have you watched Better Call Saul, which is a better show?
0: <laughs> I actually haven't, and I
1: should start It's have a better show. Like, don't get me wrong. Breaking Bad is fucking fantastic. Better Call Saul is better. Hmm.
0: Hmm. I'll, I'll have to, uh, I'll have to get back to you once I start watching this
1: fucking love that. I, right
0: okay. now, I'm watching... Right now, I'm watching... Well, let's get into our weeks real quick. Sure. Let's, let's, we're, we're, like, dancing off here.
1: Yeah, we are. All right.
0: All right. Um, I, I'll start us off. So, speaking of watching, um, I'm watching that totally original new show that just premiered this week uh, for their third season, Stranger Things, uh, with totally original premise, totally original plot line.
1: Uh, it's a great show. I, I looked at the trailer for that and said, I should watch this so me and Alex can fight about it on the podcast and I proceeded not to watch it play way too much Destiny.
0: <laughs> I mean, like, it's 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 good It it's good this season. I think it's a little bit better than the second season. Second okay, because the second season
1: bad. I thought was pretty bad. Like, yeah, me and Jeff's dumb different. hang-ups with that show aside, I thought the second season was not good
0: yeah there are parts i like a
1: more week. of it but people seem to like oh this makes it better i'm like yeah it does because it's just straight Cthulhu shit now
0: yeah it's it's a little bit better better now i think like this yeah. season's definitely better than the previous one also because you have like some pretty cool like people show up like for example uh yeah who is it well you have the original cast of course and they've all gotten older so they have to like <laughs> they have to like, obviously, yeah. like uh, Make up for the fact that, like, what is it, uh, that they're getting older. Uh, so that part's kind of interesting how they mold that. And then, like, you have some really cool, interesting uh, celebrity appearances. Like, uh, Carrie Elwes. Yeah. Elwes? Yeah, the guy from Princess Bride. He's the mayor, apparently. So I thought that was fucking weird. But it's interesting seeing him now because he just, like, he just looks like a slightly older, little bit more thicker version of the dude who went on a journey to <laughs> in Princess Bride. So but yeah. Um overall it's okay so far. I think it, definitely the pacing is a lot better than the second season for sure. Yeah. But um but yeah I'm only like three, four episodes in right now. So let we we can hold off on that one. But we could always do a podcast of the show afterwards. Like Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. There are podcasts dedicated to rewatching the shows. Like have you have you heard of these?
1: Yeah, I'. There's one
0: dedicated to people who rewatch Frasier. Yeah, Frasier. I,
1: I like Frasier, so I would.
0: Oh, I do too. Don't get me wrong. Also, because like his brother in the in the show, when you watch uh, Good Neighbor, you ever see that movie? No. So good. Okay, so Good Neighbor has Frasier's brother in it, mm. and he plays this dude who it, it's a horror movie. It's like a suspense horror movie. Okay. And it has Fraser's brother in it. If you haven't seen it, you should definitely watch it okay. and then talk to me about it next week. It's
1: I'm not gonna, but I'll lie, I will. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks, I appreciate it. Yeah, I'll I'll find you the actual name of the movie. Fair enough. Yeah, it's it's a really, really good movie. I thought Let's it was really well. You can probably find it on Netflix. Okay. But yeah, it's it's just having like Fraser's brother turn out like to be in a horror movie is just kind of
1: a shocker. I will Take a look at it. Yeah. Maybe. Probably no. not.
0: <laughs> Appreciate it, Charlie. I, I do what I do. <laughs> uh, let's see. For things this week. So, my whole week can be summed up as one giant WoW grind, which is essentially what this has been leading up to the... Uh...
1: Yeah, I was going to say, and that's different from other weeks. How?
0: <laughs> yeah, no. It's been like a... Like, I didn't, I didn't play any other games. This week. Actually, no. I take it back. I did briefly take a break to play some more Dauntless and I played it with Mandy Huh. yeah we got the PS4 loaded up I got uh my PC set up and let then, me know uh, next
1: time you're playing that I'll come play that with you I, I hit my wall of playing that thing solo
0: okay I mean we we do like she's I, I'm like level eight I think,
1: I think and
0: she's level one or two so we're doing the lower level Bosses because even then it doesn't matter because it's not nice, a grind, grind out for the...
1: materials, too.
0: Yeah, so uh, she's enjoying it so far. She uses the sword, she's a fan of the sword. Uh, I usually run the gun or a hammer.
1: I run hammer typically these days. Okay, if you run hammer, I might pick up guns. Get if that stun squad. going, son.
0: Yeah, so I might run gun or the all uh, the, the two little sword blades, chain blades. Yeah the chain blades those yeah i like those a lot
1: yeah i play their chain blades or hammer in that game i've been doing primarily hammer
0: okay yeah if you do hammer then i can definitely rock uh
1: the guns for all the buffs that i get for yeah. it
0: because i have the uh i don't know if you saw but like have you played with the guns yet in that yeah game?
1: i i like them i what's the right word for it I, I wish there was more guns as weird as that sounds i if i wanted like because you got to get real close for those things to be good, which I thought was cool, but I wanted something that had like a little... I, they're, they're fine. I, I wanted more guns. I, they will add more guns to that game, the same way that Monster Hunter has more guns. Mm. But, yeah. I, it, huh. Part of me wanted to be able to swap between guns and a main, in a melee weapon, I guess, too. Like I'm not sure what that would be, but, like, yeah. Huh.
0: Yeah, well, I, I definitely do enjoy running guns, but only when I'm running a full party. Yeah just because like, the, they have, like, an attack buff, which is, like, really considerate.
1: They are not as great when you're soloing, yeah. And that was probably yeah, my problem. No.
0: Yeah, they're fucking horrible. solo. So, um, yeah, so I did get a time to kind of play with her for a little while, and then it was, um, it wasn't bad. Like, we had a good time. We played. Uh, she's kind of getting the feel for it. So, uh, that but she and... likes it. Yeah, she she likes it because, like, it's not, like she liked Monster Hunter, but there's a lot of stuff going on for her on Monster Hunter. Yeah,
1: I, Dauntless is a great introductory to that style of game. I'm not saying it's a simpler version; but it is I, it's a friendlier version of that game. Monster Hunter's got some uphillness to it.
0: Yeah, no, it's definitely um, it's definitely got a better intro, like a better uh, beginner ceiling, if you will. Like, you you can definitely get further ahead in that without it being too advanced.
1: Yeah. I, yeah, and I think, for me, Dauntless is a little limited, like there's no open world aspects to it, it's very much kind of a boss stage fight, which is fun, it's kind of what the previous Monster Hunter games were to a certain extent, but going from world to Dauntless was like, man, there's no monster versus monster fights in this game.
0: Yeah, no, it's very much like you go, you start picking a bunch of shit from the island for crafting potions and stuff later, Yeah, and then... Uh...
1: Or don't, because you've got to use potions ever.
0: Yeah. I I rarely use them unless I'm doing like a hard, like uh, something that I shouldn't normally be doing. I do with a group, like an advanced mob, then yeah. yeah. But if I'm doing all the farming stuff, fuck that.
1: I have enjoyed lots of YouTubers that have never played a Monster Hunter game getting into that game and getting wrecked by fights that they're like, this fight's real hard. I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah. Just learn the patterns, son.
0: Well, that's every game.
1: Just learn the pattern. I Monster Hunter is especially bad or especially important. Ah,
0: gotcha.
1: If you're used to Destiny, which has less patterns, going from that to Dauntless, it's like, man, why am I getting wrecked? You didn't dodge. <laughs> what if I dodge? What if I dodge? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: But um, actually, you know, Mandy also really enjoyed Destiny. Unfortunately, they don't have crossplay. They all will have cross save, but not cross play. But um, I know Manny was a big fan of Destiny 2 as well, so she might pick that up again and play. But she's switching between Red Dead right now and Dauntless for the time being. So, um, but yeah, she's not if,
1: done with um, Red Dead yet.
0: She she kind of pieces it on like back and forth nowadays. Sure, she does a lot of side quest shit. Like she really enjoys doing a lot of side quest stuff. So. And I don't blame her because I do the same shit. <laughs> I'll take a long time just because I want to do a bunch of completionist side quest shit. I was guilty of that in uh, Division Two actually, where I started like I started doing all the side quests until they told me don't fucking do the side quests. I was like, oh yeah. So, but then I was still conquering all the. Uh, what was there's the name of all the little things like the little Safeway areas you can capture, and then it doesn't fucking matter because as soon as you go into the end game, you lose them all. And they, you keep losing them at that point, so that was fucking annoying. But anyway, besides that, uh, let's see. So the wild grind, yes. Um, so next week is release of the new dungeon Mechagon, where we get to fight a crazy race of gnomes who have replaced all their flesh with metal to become perfect beings. So.
1: Yeah. I'm going to throw this one out there, Alex. I just want to hurt you a little bit. The only WoW expansion I care about this one is Classic WoW's launch.
0: I I honestly am not that big on
1: Classic I WoW. I know.
0: Like, I thought, like, maybe you'd be re- I'd be really, like, hyped for it, but I'm not as hyped as I thought.
1: Oh, no! I want it back because that's the version of WoW I played a lot of. You played WoW, and they started to go, like, man, maybe some of this stuff was a bad idea.
0: Hmm. That's fair. Yeah. But um, yeah, uh, I'm kind of more looking forward, like I said, to the uh, to the current stuff that's going on. I'm really excited about the Mechagon dungeon and uh, who is it? Oh, Queen Ashara. Oops. <laughs> the main like the main antagonist of this uh, patch. So we're gonna finally take on Queen Ashara and her palace, which has been hyped up for fucking ages. So it's about time uh so i'm really looking forward to that and i, I think i had mentioned this is the first time i'll be going into a raid here playing a like playing elemental shaman as opposed to any melee class so that's gonna be a weird transition p- point for me because all my style of playing for wow has always been melee based and i never rated like high-end raiding as a range class so I don't know a class that has to fucking worry about casting spells and shit. So, yeah, it'll it'll be odd, but I'm looking forward to it. Um, other than like that, I mean, just been grinding stuff out because I want to get flying. And the game is so much better when you can fly.
1: I, Yeah, that's unfortunately true.
0: Yeah, like there's so there's this really cool thing in Mechagon, like you get a jetpack you can fly around with. And you just like double tap spacebar, and then the jetpack activates, and so you can fly around, which is really fucking cool. Um, because what they do is they don't make you abuse it where you can stay in the air all the fucking time, because uh, there are aerial assault units that will track you, and once you reach ten, they shoot you out of the sky. So that's kind of nifty. Um, and then people who do fly forget there's an item in the game called that exists called the Netomatic five thousand. Which has a huge fucking range, and if you catch a player in the sky, you can shoot them with it, and it knocks them off their mount, <laughs> and they fall to their death. They're mm. high up.
1: <laughs> the best kind of trolling is trolling that has a direct impact on someone else's enjoyment.
0: Yeah, and it's fucking great too because as soon if they like, as soon as you shoot it, it follows them. So if they try to fly away from it, it will follow them until it hits them, and then it knocks them off the fucking mount. So extra enjoyment
1: i kind of wish that item that not was, going to was just it. called like random rock or something like just go full of the lore text where it's like hyper-engineered generic sidewalk rock or something Where just is like <laughs> you threw a brick at him <laughs> congratulations
0: yeah Cram. pretty much. ah god damn it. ah uh but yeah um other than that i mean that's pretty much what i've been doing like it's just like just mainly grinding out fucking WoW well, because I have to get ready for the patch or for the raid next year because of uh, you know competitive raiding. So this week, actually, just kind of throw it out there. Uh, Tuesday, I will be streaming more than likely Mechagon's dungeon because I need to I need to grind that out. And then also um, this Friday and Saturday, we'll be stepping into uh the Eternal Palace on normal and heroic
1: mode. Mm. So
0: Yep. Looking forward to it. But yeah, other than that, that's pretty much been my week. Nothing else too fancy. Just kinda working out all the chores stuff that comes out because, you know, new patch, new things to do. And all the sims are fucking broken right now. So Yeah. Because now you have to sim everything about your character as opposed to before. Because there's no best in slot lists or anything like that. It's all well, you know. This could be Titan Forge, so now you got to make sure you account for this. Did you ever sim stuff in when you were playing WoW? Like, I have a spreadsheet that would calculate like your DPS. Oh fuck no, time? I
1: never went that far. I was in a okay. guild. I, I left a guild when they started to do that shit, and I'm like, I don't want to know. Like, I, I never got into rating the same way lots of other people did. I. I the moment people I play with start to min-max using spreadsheets is kind of the moment I go, I need to find new people to play with, maybe. Mm. Because, wow, well, to a lesser extent, because it just button presses, but a lot of times when people start doing that, it starts entering into the, oh, you're playing it wrong. It's like, but I'm playing it the way I want to play yeah, but you're not playing it optimal. Okay, cool, are we winning? Well, yeah, but I, I don't care then. But the spreadsheet <laughs> super doesn't matter to me. I'm gonna keep getting these headshots and you can keep yelling at me about how I'm using the right gun. This is the gun I like to use. I, I don't know. I, I, Destiny's got some of that shit going on right now. There's, there's a grenade launcher. It's like, oh, it's the best DPS in the game. And I'm like, I super don't care. Cause I still like grenade launchers.
0: Uh.
1: Fuck it. I'm up here with my hammerhead machine gun. Why? It's good.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, um so that's actually what I've been doing for a long fucking time. Yeah. Like going through all of the the simmings and all the shit like that. Like it's yeah, no, it's a real fucking thing. Um it's gotten as far as I'm actually have you heard of Raid am sure you haven't, but there's a uh website called RaidBots and you use you plug in Character strings and it simulates like DPS and gives you the coefficients of like your stat weights as, like, oh, one point of haste means this much to you as opposed to this much, like a point of crit. And it does all that, all the calculations for you. But since I do so many calculations based off of the gear I have, I'm actually paying for an additional service to get more calculated computing space
1: on that. This is my life
0: now. <laughs> yep. But, um, I mean, other than that, like fun to a certain point but it's just I do like i i really fucking like it,
1: so. that's fun
0: um i do i do want to make put some time like once once things start to slow down a bit i do want to put some time into uh to get uh the more density.
1: yeah i'm playing a lot of that right now I, I part of me almost wants to say like maybe don't touch the game until I can play with you on PC cuz that will be fun cuz
0: well I need to yeah. get caught up on the
1: current stuff. No you don't cuz that's the, they're adding that no that new like guiding like new light thing that will get you back up to like relevancy. Like I I like this is a weird thing to say like it's the I'm having a shit ton of fun playing way too much Destiny 2 right now. But also what you're going to get in September where you're not stuck going through some of the bullshit I'm stuck going through right now, might not be a bad way to get back into Destiny. But also there's some cool stuff, but also like it's stuff I want to play with you because it's grindy and having someone there to help me out, vice versa would be good as opposed to randos. Like, I'm fucking running Nightfalls by myself right now because I have quests that are like, yo, run these Nightfalls to do this shit. And I'm like, I don't have a clan. Fuck it, guess I'm running these solo.
0: Mm, fair enough. Yeah, I'll probably have to find some other casual guild to uh yeah. to play on that for. Yeah, but, yeah. know for the time being, that's pretty much where it's where I'm at right now. It's been to be a lot more wow for the time being, especially on the stream. So that's mainly because I new tier, new things
1: to do. Yeah. What
0: about you? What do you been up?
1: I'm playing a shit ton of Destiny too. <laughs> like way too goddamn much destiny 2. Like holy shit, why so much destiny 2? <laughs> I, I I like last I I think it was like Thursday of this week, I'm like okay, cool. You can play as much destiny 2 as you want during the week, but this weekend you got to play more judgment because you didn't feel comfortable talking about it last week cuz then you also played too much fucking Destiny 2. And this weekend, like, Saturday rolled up, like, okay, I got all this time, I'm going to hang out, like, got nothing to do today. I'm going to play some video games. You should play some Judgment. Or I could finish off unlocking these forges in Destiny 2 and do that <laughs> stuff. Yeah, you're going to do that, aren't you? Fuck yeah, I am. <laughs> uh, it's It's been bad, especially because I, I now have my favorite weapon in all of Destiny franchise history right now. Again, I I got my precious Lord of Wolves back, and I there's a nerf incoming for it. And as a very big fan of how overpowered that weapon is right now, it's overpowered and probably needs a nerf of some kind. How do I know this? Because I'm really good with it in Crucible. <laughs> and by that I mean it's really good in Crucible, and it's, like, it's just dragging me along to glory. I'm like, well, I'm here! Hold it on to this thing! Don't even have to aim all that well with it, huh? I love that it's back.
0: Yeah, I remember you've talked about this one uh, before, it, so I'm
1: excited for you. Uh, <laughs> it's a weird conversation where it has always been that kind of sweet spot of Broken, where it's like, is it just a really good exotic or is it actually broken? And in Destiny 1, it was a wee bit broken, but not so broken it was ridiculous. But, like, my, my favorite memories in Destiny 1, ironically, all revolve around, like, cool-ass shit I did with my Lord of Wolves. And in this, like, resurgence of me being back playing Destiny 2, some of my favorite moments, hands down, with Destiny 2 have been, like, I got this Lord of Wolves shame, you're moving, gotta die now. Like, it's just beastly. (laughs) But it's also partially beastly because it matches my gameplay style. Like, it is a multi-shot kind of grenade launcher shotgun thing that rewards excessively aggressive play. Mm. Like, like, the the argument you could make with it is that this is kind of where I think it probably needs a bit of a nerf, is have i'm I'm running kind of a hand cannon uh, lord of wolves and heavy and heavy machine gun kind of build right now my lord of wolves out d p s is everything I have like I, it's and it's a shotgun so I'm building all of my armor around having like quick shotgun reload shit tons of shotgun ammo always finding shotgun ammo and you know what that means my primary is now Lord of wolves and it's real good <laughs> Like that, that, that thing lets me have Darth Vader moments. Like that, and red and like in crimson, are still like, oh, it's me versus a hundred people. Shame, it's only got to be me left when this is all standing. <laughs> Sir, we have him oh. surrounded. W- what's your position? I'm surrounded by dead bodies. We're alive still, not yet. Soon, you won't be. <laughs> I'm stuck in a room with dead bodies and and I'm with a bunch of dead men and people that have pissed themselves. Neither of those are true. They will be soon. I, yeah, I it was the moment of I gotta fucking grind for this. Like it will like it will make me enjoy the game more having it back. And yeah, it does. Like that
0: it, So one question is that from the current like tier of um like So my understanding was like Okay, so I have a helm in Destiny 2 I really like. Yeah. Can I upgrade it to the newest uh, like, light level? Yes. Or is it stuck yes, in Destiny 2? Yes,
1: you can. Um, I, For those things we're coming back to Destiny 2 after all this time. Uh, so, did you ever experience collections? Um, I know they have them now, but not before. So, the way collections work is if an item has static stats, you can reacquire it. Use an example of that. My um, my baby, my Hawthorne shotgun from year one of Destiny 1 has static rolls, meaning every time you get it has the exact same stats maybe a different element on it but it's always got the same stats. You can reacquire it, it will match kind of your rough level drop dumb power level kind of thing. Mm-hmm. All exotics let you do that. So You'd probably better off sharding the current exotic and then reacquiring it from your collections. It's not free; like it's not like you just have it lying around. But yes, all of all exotics can be re-pulled from your collection. Okay, and like specialty guns too. Like I've I've, I've been chasing pinnacle weapons. I believe pinnacle weapons can be reacquired from your collection.
0: Okay, yeah. So I know there are a few that they say you can't reacquire
1: anything from your... that has a random roll on it. So. Essentially, all legendary and um legendary armor and guns that that's what you'd want at the end of the day. that can't be reacquired unless they're pinnacle weapons, which are a whole other nightmare unto themselves. But like all the legendaries from year one can be because they had static rolls,
0: gotcha. But like the yellow exotic stuff you
1: can get yes, that, right? um okay. the guns are always the same. some of the weapons because some of them are swords.. Uh, the armor can have different values from week to week, but you can still reacquire it. I don't think I think they said you won't get a god tier role out of the collection, but that's it is mm-hmm. what it is. Like it, the the concept of god tier roles for collections for reacquiring stuff is also different than it was in Destiny One. Like I The Bring It Back for Shadow Keeps so we'll see how it works. Like I Destiny two, you don't care about intellect discipline or um what was it, strength? and they're bringing that back for Shadowkeep, and I think that will be interesting. Because that was a big... Because, like, that was a big fucking deal in Destiny 1, because it gave you more super, Discipline gave you grenades, and and Strength made your shield, or your melee come back real quick. So depending on what class you were playing, what build you were running, you would focus very heavily on certain aspects. Like, you always want as high an intellect as possible. I think it was, like, Tier 3 or Tier 13, there was a balance of kind of the maximum number of Thing, it was yeah. It, it, there was a maximum number of points you could have on armor, and there was like, there was like the best spreads of those armor depending on your class mm-hmm. and subclass at that point too. Like it, it was the thing. Like it typically, it was always int Austin. Like like used to, like my, my I'm running my hunter a bunch right now, and I'm running the um arc hunter lets you recover on melee, I, on melee kills. Like the correct build from that in the old D one stamp would be like high int really high strength though so i always have that kind of regenerate health ability going like that was the thing for striker titans at the time too where you'd have that ability kind of in your back pocket where okay i need health i punch something it's me health instantaneously kind of thing it makes your survivability way higher but that's more than people want to know right now okay gotcha. yeah they're bringing that back for shadow keep which i'm super excited about i'm gonna have my lord of wolves ready for it we're going back to the moon with lord of wolves we <laughs> ride. Yeah, no, I, I, part of why I've been playing so much of that game is it's in a real sweet spot for me right now where, uh, what's the right way of saying this? I I think Destiny as a whole is at its best when you can layer activities on top of each other and you're making kind of good progress regardless of what exactly you're doing. And uh, the, the Lumina quest they got going right now is I think the perfect example where the game has kind of the optimal path you want to fucking bang this shit out and do it real fast as possible here's how you do that but also like any activity progresses this bar so you can do whatever the hell you want and still make progress in this quest you're just not making the most progress if you will so it's like hey um, you're trying to build thorn that's cool you can go run escalation protocol right now or you can kill a bunch of warlocks both get you the same materials, one gets you way more than the other for your amount of time, but you can just kind of play however you want right now, and make progress. And Lumina's like, hey, go do this, or just go do whatever the fuck you want, and we'll give you, like, half credit for that, and doing that, and all the other stuff I missed, kind of, in year two, I didn't bother playing it, at the same time, it's been nice. But it's like, yeah, making progress, doing stuff, unlocking exotics, getting pinnacle weapons, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Oh. Yeah, I... Well... The game. No, I was gonna say sorry. No, the game is at its best, I think, when you're just layering activity on top of activity, and you're not chasing one thing exclusively.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. No. I. I. Everything I've heard so far about like what's going on with Destiny right now. Fucking...
1: It's in a really cool spot, and I, I'm not sure I'd say the same thing if I had been kind of keeping up with. Destiny 2 through year 2 like that part of why I think it's in a cool spot is there's a shit ton of stuff to do right now and like the menagerie the thing they just added is a fucking amazing addition to that game that I I, I have the same reaction I have to the menagerie that I had to Gambit which is why the fuck wasn't in this game in the game from the start or why wasn't something similar to this in the game Mm -hmm. from the start like it's it takes what I love about Prison of Elders, which is kind of the wave-based combat, but adds in light, raid mechanics. It's like, hey, you gotta do stuff. It's not just about killing things. And that's like I was talking about Gambit 2, where it's like, yeah, you can kill as many things as you want. You still gotta bank those moats. Fucking bank those motes. I see you people I play with that don't bank your motes, fucking bank them already. <laughs> I will come to your house and spray paint bank your moats, jackass, on your car. (laughs) I will find you. It's cool you got 13 moats and died three times in a row, but it doesn't help me progress my rank for shit. Bank your fucking moats.
0: Good to know. (laughs) For those of you out there, if you didn't get the message, bank your fucking
1: moats. I, I get it. You have eleven moats, and you want to go for that fifteen. Bank at ten. Bank at ten. You, you, that one moat won't change things, and it sends a goddamn knight to their side. If you think you might die, bank your moats. If you think the enemy might invade, bank your moats. If you think you suck at gambit, which most of you do, by the way, bank your moats. I would rather someone <laughs> bank nothing but shit that never actually progresses to a, a kind of a, an enemy sent to their side than see these people die with thirteen moats over and fucking over because they got surprised by something. Holy shit. I still like Gambit a
0: lot, though. <laughs> I was gonna say, i yeah, a
1: little upset about it. I, I, I am so upset about Gambit because I love Gambit. I, it's it's still my favorite kind of repeatable mode in Destiny 2. Fuck yeah, Gambit. Mm. But also you have to bank your modes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying.
0: That's fair. I look forward to dying and not banking any of them.
1: Yeah, I. <laughs> we all gotta start somewhere.
0: Yeah, I actually did pretty good when I was playing uh,
1: Destiny two on the PC. Yeah, I, it's it's not hard. It's it's more about builds and kind of situational awareness and playing to your strengths than like I, you've not played Prime yet and Prime adds in the concept of roles and not not roles as in stat roles, roles as in like your role in a party, and I think that's a good thing for Gambit because some of us are way better at just clearing a shit ton of enemies at once than we are at invading. And that's fine. But also like someone needs to fucking babysit the bank so when that guy that's collecting all those moats comes back they can actually fucking deposit. I it's it is cool to see that game put, like, the correct way of playing that game into a more feasible version. It's like, hey, here's how you actually should be playing Gambit, FYI. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, you all can run around, but maybe someone should stay at the bank. And, yeah, your invader should be out there, but also, like, you should have someone you know is going to be the invader because there's a good chance not all of you are good at it. <laughs> I oh, know. Yeah, like it's the I I played Reaper or Sentinel in that game. My job is to either keep banks clear or keep the field clear of enemies. Those are the two things I do well in that game, and just how I like to play makes me a very good at both of them. I am not a good invader. I'm an okay invader, but, but it's not what okay. I love about Gambit. Yeah, no, just playing way too much fucking Destiny Two and fixing my house. I, I, I didn't even think anything fun for the July. Even it's like, what'd you do? Played Destiny Two, slept, hung out with my dog, drank <laughs> a little.
0: Uh-huh. oh yeah that's right it was 4th of July that's the correct reaction
1: to have to this year's 4th of July
0: yeah I didn't do anything
1: July. not 4th of July of this year I I made the mistake of joining the social media platform like uh, next door or something and I, we have real bad fireworks in my neck of the woods And I used use right to say real bad because I live in a fire zone so like I don't want fireworks where I live yeah no, of course and people are like fuck that we're gonna launch fireworks. I'm like, we live in a fire zone. The town almost burned down last year. Don't. <laughs> I don't get where the cops say because we're in a fire zone. What are you, an idiot? Yeah, some people are really fucking dumb. Yep.
0: Sorry, but there's no getting around that. Yep. Um, I will say though, like, actually, I was gonna ask you how uh how did your dog
1: do with the fireworks? Jeez. Before? Did better than most dogs probably did. Um, so the first year we had her, she didn't even know what the fuck fireworks were, just kind of slept through it. This year, she tensely slept through it. We spent a lot of time beforehand making sure she was tired. I, I, I credit this too. She watches me play a lot of video games that have explosions, so she's used to explosions, kind of. Gotcha. But
0: yeah, uh, our dogs actually did pretty good. We, we took them out to go walk around downtown, uh, for a bit yeah and they did okay uh fireworks going off they kind of don't really care that much you know if there's a really loud one they might perk up for a second but other than that they don't like they don't freak out or anything like that and i it, it sucks because like i have coworkers who are like yeah i had to spend a couple hours in the bathroom with the dog cause they're freaking the fuck yeah out,
1: so. scrump is pretty good at not being too terrified of life i yeah
0: I mean, it's not that they're terrified of life, it's just fireworks. No, Sometimes I, really fuck with I, some dogs. Yes,
1: I, I, we, we, well, the bigger point, we did two earthquakes, like, we had one on the 4th of July, and then, like, a day or two after, those were bigger deals to scrump than fireworks, were ultimately. That's right, I forgot, you guys
0: had earthquakes. Yeah, they oh, weren't
1: I. great. First I didn't, I, so that's the funny thing, the first one I didn't even know was happening until Jen was like, hey, we have fucking earthquakes happening, I'm like, we do? <laughs> Don't you feel it? No. <laughs> I, I got sea legs i i'm used to boats or whatever i don't know yeah but
0: fireworks are a whole nother monster some people genuinely freak the earthquakes
1: and fireworks
0: sorry earthquakes. yeah like some people are genuinely freaked the fuck out of her yeah. like like <laughs> i will say it was funny one time when like there was a pretty bad what well, was an earthquake it was right after the northridge quake uh years ago i was living in la they knocked out our power and all that yeah
1: people keep having reactions to that which yeah
0: yeah it's a little wonky but no um other than like i've i've i was awake for the northridge quake because it happened like at what four or five a.m yeah i it's
1: I've, i've seen lots of people posting about kind of like not like not PTSD, but like yeah, I was live was here for the earthquake, the Northridge quake too, and I was scared of that. And I'm like, this one seems to not be as bad, but what the fuck do no. I know?
0: Yeah, I mean, these were all relatively far away from. Yes. Like from L.A., like the was it, they're all like several miles away from. Yeah, Barstow. north
1: of us. Yeah. Yeah. So those places got hit more, but yes. Um.
0: Yeah. No. Uh. Glad everybody's okay so far. Everybody that I talked to was like, Yeah, no, we're fine, which is good because you know, yeah. I'm all the way over here, so there's a little bit of a sense of like, oh Damn it, so far away. I hope they're okay. That's when I'll go hug my mom, <laughs> but she's doing fine. She's like, Ah, we're fine. She's she's a tough lady, that one, yeah. So, um, yeah, well, I'm glad everything's okay and I'm glad Scrub didn't freak out for the fireworks. I don't know. You, have you had her for a year already?
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm sure, I'm sure we talked about her birthday on the podcast at some point.
0: Okay. So I was wondering, I don't think I've ever asked you. If, did you ever have her for Fourth of July? Yep, Cause...
1: she's been through two now, technically.
0: Okay. Yeah, I was just curious.
1: This was definitely worse than last year's, but... Gotcha. Fuck! De- Moments of Triumph just launched in Destiny 2. Fuck! What? I, it's so... Yearly, what? they do a thing called Moments of Triumph, for. Uh, what's it? Yeah, moments of triumph where it's like special unlockables for like, hey, how much shit did you actually do in year two? And it's a short period of time. It's cool. Whatever. <laughs> well, let's burn to the podcast. Then you can jump God on damn it. Thing. I got shit I got to do today.
0: <laughs> Fuck. Motherf- oh.
1: God damn it.
0: And now, on that note, the moon is the
1: news. haunted.
0: <laughs> <laughs> news. Well, I guess first news: Destiny just released yep, uh, moments of, of triumph. triumph
1: for live in, uh, in the uh, fucking Destiny Two. I have the, no <laughs> podcast till they're over. Sorry, <laughs> this is ending right now. In fact, actually, I got I got shit to do. Fuck this podcast noise! It's a waste of my goddamn time. I got Destiny Two to be playing right now. Peace. <laughs> uh, but speaking of Destiny Two, actually, uh, Guardian Con, which started off as just a charity uh, run by, I think it's Professor Broman, who's a streamer in the Destiny community, and has grown into kind of a s- pretty substantial kind of fan official Destiny event, if you will. Raised three point mm-hmm. seven million bucks for St. Jude's. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. Indeed, they fucking crushed it. Yes, St. Jude's been getting a
0: lot of like I've seen a lot of streamers and all that stuff doing stuff for St. Jude's. Yeah,
1: I I think there's an aspect of it's not like not to knock Extra Life by accident, but I think the idea of you're contributing to kind of a, a a concept in general, as opposed to a specific hospital, makes it simpler for some streamers where it's like, yes, I'm I'm international, but Sports International yeah. I guess but not yeah I, you could do both like no,
0: yeah you should, I mean you, could definitely do both. you should do both yeah I myself uh, will be dabbling in a couple different ones this year there's uh well I guess I'll briefly talk about it but obviously I'm going to do my actual live stream this year so that'll be a thing yeah um, I'm also going to be doing uh at some point this year for p- charity so this guy I met at Extra Life United a few years ago, and he was kicking off another charity called Pause Your Game, which is a charity that you, that basically raises money to save dogs from no kill, right? Basically from kill shelters. Huh. So, um he's been putting together for a while now, and I've been following his progress. And he's kind of building it from the ground up right now. So, I'm a uh, I- I'm probably gonna do a-, a stream for him at some point to. Uh, kind of help him out and all that but yeah he's he's a really cool fucking dude um and then probably i don't know i, I always i wanted to see cuz tillify does a lot of like linking to accounts that would raise money for certain things and you'd actually have the pop up of like hey so and so donated on your stream which is one of the biggest things i really wanted to kind of take care of yeah like to have that pop up so it's not just like oh hey yeah. this is where we're at so um, i think they do a couple ones with like the wounded warrior project uh, St. Jude's of course and yeah a couple other ones but yeah so I think, uh, I think I'll think be doing a few more but yeah I definitely want to kind of dabble in a couple different charities this year but yeah I'm de- of course still going to do Extra Life so that's not changing I'll just probably like dedicate this month for Extra Life and then another month for something else at some point so but yeah fucking Guardian Con though, man yeah fucking great so yeah um, I probably won't have anything on my Triumphs at all.
1: Probably not, but no.
0: <laughs> but I haven't been playing it
1: for a cool. time. I don't part. know if I will either, in all honesty. <laughs> <laughs> Want that Sparrow, though.
0: Oh, is there a Sparrow? There's rewards. It it. So there's
1: in-game rewards for it. Yeah, like, there's stuff to unlock.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Well, yeah. So, uh, Moments of Triumph, Destiny 2. If you're playing, get on it.
1: Yep. Uh, speaking of kind of large loot shooter type things, or convention based. Uh, Tenocon, the kind of other big loot shooter I occasionally dabble with out there, happened this weekend. It had some big reveals come out of it. Uh, most notably, it showed off two new Warframes. Sorry, this is the Warframe people, not the... I should have mentioned that. Oh, fuck, where are they? <laughs> God damn I didn't, write, I didn't write these notes down. It's uh, showing off two new Warframes, are. I think it's Gauss and Grendel. Mm-hmm. Confirm that quickly. God fucking damn it, this should not be this hard to find and confirm. <laughs> They've also in the kind of announced their new expansion, which is the new war. Uh previously the uh, warframe been kind of stuck in quote the old war, kind of mopping up the conflict that led to where things are at now and things are kicking off. They showed off some cool trailers, uh ranging mm-hmm. from kind of weird equine robot things that are nightmare fuel to just kind of officially showing like that we heard about this last year maybe even two years ago now i think it was the railjack system which is the player kind of controlled ships that there's no new zones officially for this yet it's gonna be kind of revisiting and expanding once it already exists hence the railjack stuff will be an expansion mm-hmm. on content that currently is playable in game i've for those who don't remember the Railjack system we were showed off was kind of ship combat with an invasion aspect to opposing ships. It's all PVE because there's no real PvP in that game. There is, but not really. Uh, it looked cool. Like it. it I, every couple months, I play a little bit of that game. Sometimes for extended periods of time. Sometimes for only a couple days. And every, I've not gone back to it recently. I've heard they redid the parkour system quite a bit in kind of the last year or so, and some of the melee combat, which I find intriguing, because that was one of my big issues with the game. Stuff kind of lacked impact to it. By that, I mean, Mm -hmm. like, hits didn't quite hit as hard as you wanted them to. But, yeah, I've I've never quite devoted myself to that game, though I've devoted myself. Like, even Anthem I probably did more deep dive on than that one, and that's maybe not fair to Warframe in some ways, because Warframe gets some shit done. It's very impressive for a free-to-play game. Hmm. Yeah. and I can't find the two names I was looking for apologies for that I'm pretty sure it was Gauss and um, Grendel though I know one for a fact is Grendel no information what the hell those two are just yet but yeah okay. Grendel Warfare I'm sure you know all that stuff uh, there have been some rumors going around that CD Projekt Red might be working on multiple different cyberpunk games that is not the case the they they misspoke or was mistranslated or whatever when they said they had multiple studios working on Cyberpunk. What they meant was they have multiple studios working on Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, not multiple studios working on different games for Cyberpunk.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I remember hearing. I think we didn't we even talk about last week. They said, hey, there are multiple Cyberpunk games being worked.
1: On. I it was. Imp- they never said it was kind of it was taken out of context or kind of misquoted.
0: Hmm. I can just we said something similar to that. Next there, there was a
1: before. rumor going on for sure. I think we reported on Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that's what it is. Okay. But well, the I'm glad The phrase was, some was we
1: currently have a total of five teams working on a number of projects, three focusing on development of Cyberpunk 2077. It okay. was a mistranslation.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's fair. But yeah, I'm glad they cleared that up. That's that's always nice. Yeah. They'll <laughs> step in and do that. Yeah. Well,
1: cool. Yeah. Nice to see that there's there's focus there on one I- game. I, I It's kind of like if you said, Hey, we're making a Mass Effect MMO, I'd be instantly intrigued. If you got up there and said, hey, we're making a Cyberpunk MMO, I would also be like, Tell me more. Uh, it's from it's from Telltale Games. Weird choice, but tell me more still. <laughs> it's a concept that immediately appeals to me, regardless of who's attached to it in ways that like I'm not proud of, but just it's like It's a thing I want, and by dangling that thing I want in front of me, you will get me interested whether I should be or not. Anthem's the perfect example. It's like, it's a loot shooter, okay, with mechas. You had me at loot shooter. You have my erection at mechas. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of mecha, actually, we have an official release... (laughs) We'll be on transitions this week. Uh, We have an official release date for Metal Wolf Chaos. August 6th. (laughs) Normally we don't do kind of big game releases because it doesn't matter, but Metal Wolf Chaos is a game that's too near and dear to my heart and we have nothing fucking better to talk about this week. <laughs> uh, Metal Wolf Chaos is either the best or the worst mecha game ever. I don't know which. It, it, it's been kind of a... It, I'm not sure if it ever officially came out in the US, but it's... um You play as the US president in the, in the mech Metal Wolf, which is kind of the NRA's wet dream is what that mech is. Like its superpower is just guns. Mm-hmm. It's got a real dumb plot. It's from the it's from it's from from software, the people that brought you Dark Souls and stuff. Remember they made mecha games at one point. It's not a good game. But it's a game I love because it is ridiculous. And if you like kind of those dumb B-movie games, um Devolver Digital Announced they were remaking it. It was a big deal when they announced this the rumors was coming on July 4th, it obviously did not, but I will take it on August 6th, because fucking Metal Wolf Chaos.
0: <laughs> I love that, it's not a great game, but we're going to talk uh, about and-
1: Let me spell out the story of Metal Wolf Chaos for you. The Vice President yes. stages a coup inside the US, and the President is forced to flee, and to do so, he gets into the uh, his mech, the Metal Wolf that launches through the White House lawn and proceeds to solo take back America from the usurpers using mech combat in a variety of zones, ranging from Old West Town to military base to other shit. It's a mecha with like a bee stinger on the back full of literal guns that it can like pop open and just shoot. like It's hands holding like fucking handguns and stuff. It's real dumb, in the best way possible, but it's fun. It's I'm excited for this I because don't, like,
0: I don't see the negative here. I, th-
1: th- th- <laughs> there is no negative. Like this is the game you want in these horrible political times because it's ridiculous. I, yeah, it, it's it's B movie goodness. They just don't make video games like this because we're better at making video games. But this game has a lore to it on the internet that makes it worth revisiting i i don't want to say made famous by the two best friends youtube channel but definitely kind of brought back into metal people's metal people's many people's understanding of existence courtesy of them it's like this is a game where like the vice president will lit like level giant chunks of a city in the name of stopping the president from stopping him like tactical nukes are a thing it's it's a dumb game that didn't play great but maybe it will play fine now. We'll see.
0: I'm kind of on board. You should be. This is a
1: <laughs> This is not a game that like people are going to spend the next decade dissecting. It's not Half-Life 3. But it's definitely on board with like uh Vanquish and stuff like that where it's like the game is not long. It's fine. Put it on easy and have some fun with it it's a cool game to stream because you have characters just yelling shit the entire time, and it's very of the Xbox era. Gotcha. Yeah. Speaking of, of the Xbox era, uh, Shenmue 3 got itself in a bit of trouble with that whole, Halo hey, release on Epic Store and not Steam. Uh, that whole thing exploded, as it does every single goddamn time. And Shenmue 3 said, fine, we'll fucking refund people's backer orders on that etc cetera, etc cetera. and then Epic stepped up and said hey um we're gonna pay for all the refunds because we want to make sure Shenmue 3 has all the budget it's supposed to. Shenmue 3 has a bit of a weird kind of aura around it I, it was at E3 I heard nothing but bad things out of E3 I think the best phrase I heard was from someone basically saying it's like someone un, it's like someone made a video game right after Shenmue 2 and then put that video game in a vacuum seal container, and then buried it, and then like spent the last year digging it out of the ground trying to find it, and that's what that game is. Okay, that's it's, but... it's It's very Shenmue, apparently, in both a good and bad way. Gotcha. It's very of the time. Like, Remember, Shenmue was a Dreamcast game. We've come a long way in video games since then, and quick time events for that matter. Mm. Yeah, but I guess cool epic is putting the money for refunds for this controversy that won't die despite how fucking stupid it is at this point but that being said I also get the angle of hey I, I kickstarted this because it's coming to steam it's not on steam anymore that's a bit of a dick move I, I get that complaint
0: That that's the, that's the part I'm glad we can agree Yeah, because like, it is a dick move to like hey promise something and then like basically cop out of yeah,
1: it. Yeah, th- that's a dick move. If they, if they said, we're releasing it on PC platform, yet to be determined. People are like, it's not on Steam, I want my money back. Then you're a fucking jackass in my book. But if they said Steam, which they did, then yeah, it's it's not a cool thing to just change over at that point.
0: Yeah. So, um, well, they're also going to do, I guess like, I guess they even changed it now. I don't know if you heard about this because I was listening to a couple things about this. Um, they I think they were going to originally... So let me let me backtrack here. So one of the things they wanted to do originally, and I don't know if you heard about this was they were going to put together anybody who pre-ordered or kickstarted the game would get a Steam key on launch. But you couldn't buy the game after it released until a year after on
1: Steam. See, I'm okay with that. So I was
0: hearing that that was also a thing, but I think um there was some breakdown in communication between like Epic steam and the developer in terms of that. So that's why they decided to just do the refunds. Yeah. But yeah, I was hearing rumors that the plan was, Hey, if you preorder, if you kickstarted this, we will give you a steam key day one of the release. But if you want to buy it after the kickstart, you have to buy it on Epic for the first year. So, which I thought would have been an interesting compromise, but I think there was just some breakdowns on that, so...
1: Yeah, I think um, Metro Last Light went through something, so, not, not Metro Exodus, whatever the most recent Metro game was, that yeah, had a similar Exodus. situation where if you bought it through Steam before they kind of said, hey, we're doing Epic exclusively, you still got a game. Like, you, you got it, you just can't buy it through Steam after a certain point.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's it's really interesting to see this, like, Way
1: this kind of bounces around. Yeah, we have to kind of agree to disagree on this one, because I know my stance is, this is like saying I want to buy it from GameStop, but I can't buy it because it's only at Best Buy. It doesn't fucking matter, but I, this is when I can get on board with you. like, no, you said you were going to do something. You, you should have just done something. Mm-hmm. That being said, if they had done the, hey, you can, like, we'll give you fucking Steam keys for it approach, I'd have been fine with that, too, because then you technically did what you said you were going to.
0: hmm yeah, I, this this saga is definitely not at not, an end. It's not necessarily the the not necessarily the Shimui or Shemui saga. I don't know how
1: to pronounce Shedmu. it. Shimui. But Shimui I like though. Shimui. I'm call, you
0: know what? I'm calling it fucking Shimui. Um this whole thing with epic and steam is definitely not going to fucking die down anytime soon. So
1: We're in it for the long haul, baby. It's so I really want to know exactly how much of the population actually cares about this. Like, it's the even on this podcast, one third of us doesn't actually care on this one. Like, it's—is that you? Yeah, the one who yes, doesn't I'm the one who does not care. I think it's the the whole kind of Epic versus Steam to fight is the dumbest thing ever. Where it's like, oh, because it, it's like it's exclusive. I'm like, you can play it on a PC. It's not an exclusive. It's exclusive to a platform. Yeah, that doesn't fucking matter to you. Well, it's not in my library anymore. Mm. Too. Fucking bad. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like we talked about this last week, it's not worth rehashing. i some. like I think it comes down to in my mind, there's an exclusive, and it comes down to have you and Henry. Where it's like it's shitty, but I'm like it's really not. But I get why you think it's shitty, but it's not shitty. Spider Man, Spider so, t- Man's not on Xbox. So here, here, here is actually
0: where I really want to define that whole. Sure. Thing real quick, the way this was handled in terms of them saying, "Hey." Kickstarter is on Steam and that's how they advertise. Yes, that is shit. And then after they've gotten backing, like after they've got their backing from their base and then bigger studios get involved all of a sudden they're like, you know what, we're changing this. That part
1: I really like. yeah, that I don't object to but also I think it's I want to say the Kickstarter for this game happened before the Epic Store or Fortnite even existed. Mm -hmm. And that's not an excuse but I think it's one of those things where it's the if you had just said, and also on PC, and people were throwing a history spin about it, now it's like, no, we said PC, not what platform. But if you say Steam, you have to, you have to fix it. Yeah.
0: But that, that's my whole gripe with
1: this. Yeah. You
0: say Steam and then change it after you've gotten yeah, bigger studio backings? That's really shitty. Like I think that's part of the reason that Metro Exodus had so much drama, because they were just like, well, we'll just give you refunds, because at this point, we've already got money from bigger studios. If we give refunds to the people who backed this, yeah. we're not taking a hit. And that's such a shit move to make yep. because you wouldn't be able to get those big deals if you weren't kickstarted and there was not interest shown in the first place. But now that you have it, all of a sudden, the people who helped get you started don't mean shit. That part
1: really fucking yep. works. No, I, that I, I agree more with. Than,
0: more than the whole exclusivity BS about that, it's that. It's that whole, you know what? We have our backing now. We don't need you. You guys can take your money back. That part, oh, that one, that one really gives me a fucking. I have really big gripes with that one. But anyway, it's that's beside the point now. At this, yeah, I'm I'm glad there's some sort of resolution going on with this, but this saga is definitely not over.
1: It's not even a saga. It's just people fighting about shit on the internet. Like it's.
0: It's gonna be a thing for a while. <laughs>
1: like, all of this fails in comparison to the fact that neither platform lets you own the actual game you buy through it. Just saying, this is true. Like that—that's it's like that, that's what you should care about. Like, it's you are buying a license for a game, not a physical license. Like the fact that you can't buy physical PC games anymore is something we all should be more upset about.
0: Yeah, which is funny because I think you were—they were even saying like when you buy the physical copy of, uh, I think it was... Borderlands, uh, yeah. Shimui? No, Shimui. Um, There's a disc, and the disc is just the installer for the Epic Yeah,
1: uh, it's... I think uh, Borderlands 3, if you bought the PC version from a physical retailer, the box just contains the uh, 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 Epic code. Yeah. Like... Really fucking weird. That's the thing people (laughs) should be upset about, not which fucking launcher they should they get to use in my yeah. brain but that's a separate topic for a different time that's fair uh, speaking kind of actually in, um, in kind of context to this topic this week uh, G2A a online retailer for video games specifically PC games truly the most nefarious at least definitely notorious of video game outlets at this point I came out some pretty heavy fire I this all started off with a tweet from a developer who said he'd rather you just pirate games than buy stuff off G2A. Which yeah, I remember hearing about is that. Is is a pretty strong stance to take right off the bat, but has then spiraled kind of out of control to a whole situation where you've had a variety of people breaking down. Like, were you aware how G2A worked prior to the whole kind of shitstorm this week?
0: Yes, I have heard on how it works. I... I will say uh, early on, I actually am guilty of buying games We from all were. G2A like, I, so,
1: uh, G2A is a key reseller site, meaning you can sell them a key, uh, typically a Steam key, it might be an Epic key at this point. You can sell them essentially access to a game, and then they resell it for way fucking less, typically, than the game actually costs. The issue with this yeah. is, and this is kind of the at best, it was a gray market where it's not like illegal, but it doesn't seem to be totally on the up and up. Uh, for mm-hmm. years now, kind of allegations have surrounded this uh, p- uh, platform about kind of hackers—some uh, old-fashioned like hackers, people identity theft, people stealing credit cards, buying a bunch of keys and selling them the G2A for a profit, and then the the cards. Uh, that, sorry, the car's getting cancelled, the payments getting cancelled, all that jazz, and then g 2 a selling a bunch of keys to a bunch of people that don't work, and then but offering no kind of, like, buyer beware or buyer compensation program. So then people get stuck going, mm-hmm. like, hey, I bought this key, it doesn't work, okay, cool, where'd you buy it from? G2A. Uh, yeah, that's cool. That key doesn't exist. But it does. Yeah. But it doesn't. <laughs> and this has been going on for years. Like I, I, I spoke every year we have something pop up about G2A where it's like, yeah, man, that shit seems really legal. And every year if people get out there and be like, yeah, it's not as bad as you think cheap games, whatever, whatever. And at least the allegations in my mind have always rested around the fact that the G2A servers, and I think the company as a whole operates in markets where this kind of gray market stuff is gray as opposed to black market. Like, if this was in the US, it would have more problems getting away with this because it's operated like Ukraine, I want to say, or something. This is not the same mm-hmm. laws surrounding kind of the concepts about this.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, um I I mean I the fact that it's like also have you seen like how difficult it is to cancel the g shield oh, yeah. and all that whole process?
1: A, a thing that no longer exists even? Yeah. Oh, they got rid it, of it. it it's I didn't a know discontinued of- service that, like, I, trying to cancel it was fucking bullshit. Wow. Well,
0: I know canceling it was fucking yeah. nightmare, but I didn't know they they just canceled the program altogether. I I will admit I almost bought into I, that when I was originally <laughs> buying keys from yeah. them. But wow. Yeah. No. This. Yeah. Well, so what now? They're just going to be auditing. Well, their so stuff now uh, apparently, or
1: kind of in response to all these accusations of fraud and kind of illegal activity, GTA has made the statement that they are offering independent audits of their catalog. Meaning, so that that sounds real cool, but it's not as kind of cool as it sounds right off the bat. I don't know if it sounds like a dumb sentence, but mm-hmm. an audit doesn't mean. Anything, like it. it means that it, it means you're going to pay someone to go through their books hypothetically and look at this stuff. That doesn't kind of really matter when, like, as far as G2A is concerned, they've done nothing wrong. They were given a key, they paid money for a key, then you bought a key from them. Like it's a it it's the pawn shop selling stolen goods. It's never bothered to ask where those goods came from. So even if it's found that nothing illegal is happening on G2A, because it's not technically hypothetically, like it's. Transactions are happening. Transactions that maybe shouldn't be happening are happening, but they're not explicitly bad at that point. That's the problem. Like it, the, the phrase gray market has never applied to something digital so exactly where G2A is not necessarily doing anything illegal. They are just benefiting from illegal acts, but their end of it is insulated from the illegal aspect of it because it's just a guy or a girl selling them codes which in itself isn't a crime it's how the codes were acquired that is and it's not g2a's fault that they bought stolen goods not knowing especially if your country doesn't have laws against that like in the u.s pawn shops have rules against that that's not the case for all countries like hell going back in the u.s long enough, that's always been the case like i Fuck, we all have stories of people selling shit they probably shouldn't have. To like, I'm sure both you and me and Alex have sold stuff to GameStop that we probably shouldn't. Like, hell, I used to go out with someone who worked in the um, music licensing end of video game stuff. Like, she worked for a music company and handled their whole, like, licensing or licensing their music for video game stuff. And the company got given, like, five free copies of the game, typically whenever anything got licensed. She would just sell those games to GameStop. (laughs) Because no one at the company wanted them. Or she'd give them to me, where it's like, hey, you want this? I'm like, I don't really need Rock Smith, but okay.
0: I've never been a part of these scandalous activities. I don't know where you get on my name in this. I've never done anything shady to GameStop. They're a great organization that should be well-respected. I don't know where this is coming from, sir. Sure. But <laughs> but also, fuck you. Yeah, anyway,
1: you were made too earlier using G2A, so.
0: I, I, have, I have never confirmed nor denied these allegations. I go back of, like of, 10 of, minutes, you know, and Alex G2A? is saying, like, in my
1: younger days, I used G2A and did heroin with hookers. Like, that's, that's an exact quote from Alex right now.
0: Hey, that's okay. I, I mean, come on. Boys will be boys. Sometimes we'll just buy things off the fucking off the G2A market, okay? That's a valid excuse, right? That gets you away with stuff.
1: It kind of does in this instance, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Okay, yeah. So it's it's not Ukraine, Polish-owned, Hong Kong-based.
0: That's a lot That's, of fucking international. Yeah. That's fucking pit bull levels of international. I, yes, Mister Worldwide,
1: definitely. <laughs> yeah. I, so so why does that matter? Um, in territories of China, there's no concept of IP. Just saying.
0: Yeah, they
1: have absolutely no... They don't care about fucking IP, period. Yeah. Yeah, again, like, it's the... There's a very real chance that G2A has technically never done anything wrong. They've just also kind of facilitated or positively reinforced doing bad things by running their business. Like, it's... You open a pawn shop at a bad part time, someone keeps bringing you VCR players every week. You know they're stealing those VCR players. But you can then sell those VCR players. It's a very old-fashioned example, I apologize. <laughs> Think of pawn shops selling VCRs for some weird reason.
0: <laughs> that is a little old. Yeah. Yo, I got this hot Betamax. That's, That's very old. Well, you're, you're pulling up the old
1: them and these car stereos. You want one, kid?
0: Yeah. Got these car stereos, man. Don't
1: ask where they came from. That's my car stereo. Don't ask where it came from. <laughs> Also, you want to buy this VCR? That's my VCR. How did you get into my house? What
0: are you doing? Get out.
1: Yo, yo, I got these VCRs, man. They're hot. Real hot. <laughs> definitely not stolen. They're just hot. Physically hot. As an on fire. From that VCR factory next door, it's on fire. <laughs> it fell off a burning, a burning truck. Burning trucks that we definitely didn't rob. <laughs> Yo, 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 yo! Don't ask why I've got forty VCRs, man. I gotta record a lot of stuff in thirty kit. <laughs> Those Super Bowls won't tape themselves.
0: Stacking thirty VCRs—the original fucking pirating device. You
1: joke, but back when I was into like doing the anime convention stuff, the the practice of tape swapping, which was like it was like you, you... someone would record something on a VCR. On a cassette tape, and then they'd have like a hotel where they're like just fucking cloning that shit for you or something. It was messed up, and you were lucky to get like a third or fourth generation clone at that point, where it's like only kind of going grainy.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I'm not surprised yeah. at all.
1: Yo, you want Ronma? Not really. Well, you got Ronma now. Cool. You want <laughs> eight episodes of Gundam? I would love eight episodes of Gundam. If they're not in order. One of them's in Polish. Okay, still take them. This either contains, I love, um, uh, uh, what's it, Tenshi Muyo, or it's just hardcore pornography. So it's full of hardcore pornography, because both are hardcore pornography. Got it.
0: (laughs) Roll the dice! No, no, Tenshi
1: Muyo is also hardcore pornography. It's not, but it is. (laughs) (laughs) It's in some ways more mentally damaging for developing male minds than actual pornography. Yo, all these hot women want to fight over you! Why? doesn't matter. Shut up. It happens. Harem anime from the 90s, bitches. (laughs) It's not messed up or anything. Moving on from that, though, uh, a video's been making the rounds of a very familiar system implemented in Borderlands 3. It's got a ping system, a la Apex Legends and now Fortnite. Why is this important? Because it might mean I don't have to ever talk to anyone while playing Borderlands 3. I
0: like that this is your goal. I don't I, have to
1: fuck that fucking. Anyway. I would fucking love if Destiny would get a would get a fucking ping system. Number of goddamn blueberries know how to start a heroic event curdles my stomach.
0: Yeah, that's the other thing, too. When you have a bunch of new players coming up, you're going to have people who fuck up the heroic events real yep. bad. It was a big issue when the game first came
1: Always out. Always has been.
0: And then it got better for a
1: and while. And then more like people, people joined. Knew. And just wait till they do the fucking Destiny, whatever. Of I kind of am looking forward to that. Cause looking <laughs> for group is already a hellscape. I want to see what looking for group is like. Fair enough. Looking for group, year and year one and year two players only. No, no free to play bullshit. <laughs> you didn't <laughs> buy the game. We don't want to play with you. And so we we got two things that are kind of related to each other, and by kind of I mean they're both a little fucked up one is serious one is fucking dumb bullshit but so try and follow me on this one uh, so last week mm-hmm. we talked about how twitch has added private streams to it and I have this entire time oh. been making jokes about how this is just twitch becoming a cam girl site yeah. so it turns out that the private streams may violate a bunch of games terms of services Ironically, yep. games that are very heavily streamed, like I guess like in a blanket term of service, almost every blizzard game has verbiage against doing this,
0: yep, one hundred fucking.
1: yep so and w- what does that mean basically, and kind of to rehash some stuff we've talked about for long periods of time on other on other iteration episodes of this podcast, the idea that kind of if almost any video game developer or publisher wanted to, the whole streaming YouTube thing of video games could get could get shut down real goddamn quick. The the proving of how much is your original creation versus they flat out own is murky at best and often abused in a variety of ways.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But we've had hit we've we've hit a kind of comfortable thing where like Fortnite would not be the game it was. It was for streaming, et cetera, et cetera. Streaming obviously helps expose your game, and you pay nothing to do it most often than not. And it can lead to games getting huge successes as a result of that fact. This is all kind of operating in that kind of murky gray zone, and this butts up against the outer limits of that, where kind of previously you weren't charging money necessarily to watch your content. Yeah, ads roll on Twitch and YouTube or whatever, but. There was no concept of exclusivity. You weren't blocking other people off from watching it. Yeah. Now you are. And now you are, and now, kind of a direct line can be drawn from you are making money to you are showing a game. It's more nuanced than that, but that's what it is at base level. And that's not as cool at that point. Yeah, no, that's a big fucking
0: yeah. like, issue because it's built into tons like. Just to name off a few, we've talked about almost every Blizzard game has this against the TL. Riot has this. Riot Games, yeah. Riot and like, Valve has others rules are...
1: against it, but... which yeah. is not clear if that co- extends to just Valve properties or all of Steam hypothetically.
0: Well, I think it'd be Valve specific. I don't think they can put it. They're rules using their launcher, under, like, Borderlands. Well, they're using the launcher. I don't think like it's
1: not if the chat icon ever pops up or they show the Valve launcher that's technically in violation
0: mm. or
1: oh you mean the over yeah gotcha that would be interesting to see if that's the level of I, like, I think that's a real hard case about. to make at that point but that's potentially where you can go with this like and like that's where it gets weird
0: mm-hmm that's interesting I didn't even think of that
1: yeah
0: huh so then it is proprietary they overlay so it would make sense that that would be something to flag. Like.
1: Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that, that, to kind of put this whole thing in context, Blizzard got out there made a statement that basically said, we don't care about private streams so long as private streams eventually become public. And that's cool, but I don't... Does Twitch's system actually let you do that even?
0: Uh, Yeah, you're allowed to export stuff into YouTube and all that stuff later. Like I know with Twitch, when you stream, you can set it to to upload it when it's done directly to YouTube, but you can put it under a private. Yeah. Like you can mark the video as private so it doesn't automatically show it to the public, and then you can obviously take time to chop it up and edit it and then throw it up in the public. Yeah. Yeah, you can definitely do that, but still, it's very questionable right Like, that, like. Because how do you even audit that, that stuff goes public eventually if it was a private stream in the first place? Uh, so that's where it gets like, weird. Unless they're it's... watching.
1: Legally, this is vague Sorry. enough that it's like it, it's the hypothetically you can get around it by okay, you make all of your private streams eventually kind of public, but that might not be enough. Like the angle, like the, the, the Blizzard specifically kind of targets the idea where it's like we get the idea of premium, like ad free or faster access, that we're fine with. It's when you can't view it for free that we have a problem and maybe kind of archives after the fact will get you there, but it might not.
0: Mm Mm-hmm, because there's no guarantee. Again, rest in peace, uh, cam girl views on, uh, Twitch. You'll just have to settle for the just chatting uh, subcategory and the kind of, uh, very loose stuff they get away with.
1: Yeah. I, it's... I've been waiting for some shit like this to happen, I guess. Like, it's Twitch and YouTube to a extent, but basically Twitch has kind of pushed the envelope on like like live music stuff. We've had problems with, like at our school we've had problems. Like it's the Twitch obviously protects its top earners, as makes sense as all of the doctor disrespect stuff. But there eventually comes a point where if a company big enough says yeah you just can't stream our games anymore, that becomes a problem. Like imagine if Blizzard said no we're fucking done with people streaming our shit.
0: That would. Well, I mean shit, let, actually, let's use a real case scenario, for the longest time uh, Nintendo wanted no fucking people streaming the Smash Brothers shit as a yeah. tournament, like they were vetoing tons of that And it, it I mean for the community, that fucking sucked, because how long did it take for like an actual good streaming community for Smash to really build up, I think it took some time, because uh, Nintendo was having fucking none of it so, I mean, you have a use case yeah. scenario it and in I, real life
1: I, I I might make the argument that like Nintendo is Nintendo but Nintendo doesn't have the same streamer numbers that like Riot does or Blizzard like gotcha. those are games that uh, would Overwatch would Overwatch be what it is without streamers no fuck yeah. no yeah. I mean it would
0: be good to hype and then it would eventually die out yeah
1: yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm glad uh Glad we're getting some uh, some updates on that and uh hopefully there's uh, some sort of resolution and it doesn't work out i'm just i just think the idea of exclusive streams it's
1: personally
0: i don't th- like if you want to cam girl it up go fucking cam girl it up on an actual site that lets you
1: get- yeah you you are at that point entering the well so this yeah. rook gets weird cuz like <sighs> Websites that aren't Twitch, like Giant Bomb does subscriber streams. And the idea, and they do ultimately archive them, though, with some frequency. I don't know if this will affect Mm. them as part of that, but like there is an idea of you are paying for better access. Typically, in their case, it means you can watch like the live shows of their podcasts and stuff, and there is some premium content that they put out. But this hypothetically kind of conflicts with a bunch of business models out there. I. Like, fuck, think about how much Patreon stuff is hypothetically affected by this. That's very much pay-as-you-go style stuff.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, Patreon's also kind of a weird thing because my understanding is Patreon is original content.
1: Not necessarily. Like, a lot of people have used that to uh, kind of counteract the weird YouTube monetization stuff. A lot of YouTube shows now use Patreon and offer some sort of premium content, often like either a special like an ad free version of a podcast or something through that. Mhm. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it's often kind okay. of a it's it's often a duplicate of the content they're already putting out. I think it's like a what's it game over uh game over Greg's gamer tag I think, but like um they offer daily podcasts for Patreon members or kind of like people that pay money for it. And then once a week podcast, it's all five podcasts stitched together into one thing on Fridays or something. I don't remember exactly how mm-hmm. it works, but like it's it is very much a used thing in the gaming industry. Uh, like hell, I have to take a brother like fucking Rooster Teeth has had pre- has had premium content for years. That wasn't General okay. Public. So that was hosted on their sites. But I mean, is it put up eventually? And is it not necessarily? Content? But like this extends far enough. For like Red versus Blue. That's still using okay. game assets, which
0: That's they true. don't own but but the red versus blue stuff was always online it, public it wasn't private yes what I'm saying is like what if it was, if
1: it was it, 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 I don't know if I do have hypotheticals like this, but it's like what if it was like in the if you had a kind of premium? if you had like another season of red versus blue that was private to kind of subscribers only that hypothetically violates us. I think they've actually done some stuff like that. I don't know. I'm sure that would get shut down. Not necessarily. Fun. Like, I think it's... Twitch is fucking huge in ways that, like, other sites aren't yet. Like, I'm not saying Red vs. Blue and RTX aren't... I'm uh, uh, sorry, Brewster Teeth aren't big, but I don't think they have the same like daily access rates as Twitch. Okay. And I think it's like this shit only comes up when one of your big giants makes a move and it's like, oh, um, actually, no, that's not cool with us. Whatever else is doing, it. they've been doing it under our radar. You got out there, made a press release.
0: Mm. <sighs> I don't know, man. It's it's. I'm trying to like piece this up. Here. Yeah. Like it's, it's a real sticky situation, man. Like, like, like I don't. I mean, if red was blue, like you said before. What I mean, that's
1: a bad example because it's there. always been free, and it kind of complicates my argument. But like, it's.
0: I mean okay, so here here's another like this could be an interesting example. Um classic WoW, there was a guy who put together leveling guides and all that stuff for yeah. WoW. He sold those leveling guides. Would that count under something? Hypothetically like that media,
1: or is it, Yeah. Uh, it was there video content? He, maybe. I don't know if there was. It was. It was a written guide. Written guides case. are less actionable because they're not. That's so, and that's kind of that's because kind of the weird copyright aspect of it, because the written word aspect of it makes it more of your original work. Like it's you are creating something new. It's based off of something else. It's very much a backbone type of situation. But like let's play videos. I, I guess use red versus, use red versus blue as an example. You could do Red versus Blue without Halo. Would it be as successful? Okay. I do not know. But it uses Halo assets, which means it is kind of only existing by Bungie, or I guess now Microsoft, being like, we're cool with this. We like that you're doing this. We're fine. But they don't own those assets. It goes back to the Coca-Cola-John Wick debate again kind of thing, where it's the they are cool with you showing that often getting paid money to let you do that. In this case, it's, you're bringing attention to their game, and that's good for their game, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And the argument this, this, maybe kind of take a sidestep to what the argument actually is, maybe the argument at that point is, like, you're not, you are at that point solely pandering to your subscribers. You're not, kind of, in theory, advertising their game, which is the kind of murky agreement that we've operated under so long. It's the we stream your games, we're advertising your game, maybe people buy it, maybe we don't. You start shutting it off to people that are only paying your content. They don't really care what you're playing, they're just watching you at that point. And... Yeah. Then the whole kind of handshake agreement of, okay, we advertise your stuff for free, we make money off the ads, essentially, falls apart because, like, you're not, you're not reaching as many people, hypothetically, you're only reaching subscribers. Like, the subscriber count on Twitch versus the actual eyeballs on a video are hugely different numbers. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. it's kind of, it, okay. So I kind of take it a step back. Whenever uh, we've talked about this so many times, I don't want to kind of rehash it too much. Like it's the review versus not review aspect of it. Like the way uh, shows like G uh, the ch- not channels show that shows channels like G four got around kind of some of these rules for so long was that what they were showing were reviews. They were like... They, they, they weren't just showing gameplay. Like, if G4 existed in the modern context, I don't think you could just have Let's Plays on TV. Maybe you mm. could, but I don't think the legalese works out in a way that makes that work. Because you're a channel and you're you're then hypothetically exclusive to cable options and whatever. I, it's It gets real murky. But if it's a review, you can use content from it. You can't just Show stuff as examples unless you get permission to do so and i it yeah I, I'm not a lawyer I don't know the rules on this one i it's yeah it 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 puts you into actionable territory, but I don't fucking know i i yeah yeah
0: I'm also kind of a...
1: yeah i it is, I am sure, a service lots of uh, lots of kind of YouTubers have or Twitch streamers, sorry, have wanted for a long time. But I think the fact that I, use the cam girl example, the cam girl thing only works because you're advertising, your, your content is you at that point. A lot of those sites have very specific rules. I looked this up, sadly, because we, we had to talk about this this week. Have kind of things saying you can be doing stuff, but you can't show you can play video games, don't fucking show the video game. For the love of God. Mm-hmm. You can have the sound, because it's a little less actionable, but like, when you start showing video, that's when things get weirder. And also, camgirl sites are typically smaller in subscriber base than Twitch. Like, it literally comes down to Twitch is part of Amazon, that makes it a fucking huge company. And that means mm-hmm. it's very suitable. There's money to be had, if you will. But like I said, on the opposite kind of and somewhat related to this, we have a um, a feel good story this week of you, if you will, of true entrepreneurship and creepy ass behavior. <laughs> Keeping with our cam girl ass theme, uh, some lady got out there and was selling gamer girl bath water for thirty bucks a bottle, and people are fucking buying it.
0: It's sold out. It's sold out. It. Fucking sold now now, out. now
1: before we deal dive too deep into this and I promise we're not going to because every part of this whole situation makes my skin crawl a little bit we are literally <laughs> talking about bath water someone used allegedly because you could totally just bottle water at this point and sell it
0: yeah probably yep still yep yep that note, though, I would like to officially announce for this. that I, I am working on a gamer shirt, but this is not that eSports jersey or any of that. Um, I am planning on to ferment a shirt for about three days. I'll wear it. Um, there will be Cheeto dust and Mountain Dew stains and maybe some Red Bull stains on it. Um, I will let it kind of fester for about three, five days. And I will be selling these shirts for twenty five dollars. So people already
1: do that, FYI.
0: Well, I am stepping into it because
1: typically it's like I gym apparel. The but yeah, I
0: I need the money, uh... and if I can sell you my
1: festering, I love the choice of festering, not rank, shirt. not soiled festering. Like shit's growing on it is the impression I get off festering, like just fucking sweating raw red bull at that point
0: yep <laughs> so um yeah i i i look forward to uh to working on these shirts of course since they are festering for about 3 days you would need to give me some
1: time but i will make it happen but, but alex what if you just found a way of a the second season or third season of origins of the new black to mass produce your festering t-shirts
0: well, I have to find real guy gamers, okay? We whoa, exist, whoa, 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 okay? guys
1: are going to be wearing these?
0: Yeah, these are guy gamer shirts, okay? Pervs aren't well, going to want guy have...
1: gamer shirts.
0: Well, there probably will be. I am taking a hold of the, the this market. Guys can be gamers, too, okay? And we're going to fucking make some I shirts. threw up my mouth a little bit.
1: A- We've been talking about this for long enough. <laughs> <laughs> this whole conversation is actively making me feel sick. Like, uh, yeah, ah, uh, I feel
0: gross. Every sh- every shirt will be made to order. So if you want Dorito dust and Coke stains, I can do that. <sighs>
1: um, I'm just picturing you course- now, like sitting in like a plastic wrapped Lazy Boy with like a pallet of shit to dump on you next to yourself. or You're looking at an order. Ah, Mountain Dew, just like rubbing Mountain Dew on yourself, just like. Putting a glob of it because that's how Mountain Dew comes out of the bottle apparently in my mind. It's like a shirt and be like, yeah.
0: Ah! So the way I the way I would do it is I would like be like, oops, and then spill a that bunch of it, it on worse. me so it's like a wet. So it's like a wet T-shirt, but it's like Red Bull falling on a my lot chest. Of Red Bull, and then it gets a little bit transparent, and you can see the chest hair and oh. It'll come with some chest hair. I'm a hairy man. I could stream it. It'll be like a mukbang channel, but for making my dirty shirts, my dirty guy gamer shirts. I've thought this out. Yeah, you
1: have apparently.
0: Yeah. And so, like I said, they'll be made to order. So you can get them with Cheeto dust, Dorito dust. If you like red hot Cheetos, I can do that too. I am okay with it. Um, I will kind of maybe... Take pictures of me making the shirt, so there's the so that it's not this false accusation of you think it might be bathwater. No, this you can see pictures of authenticity of me making the shirt. (laughs) So, don't worry.
1: I need need to Um, drink all of the bleach.
0: (laughs) Uh, so all shirts will be about a four X because guy gamers are thick. So if you're a petite (laughs) person. You can wear this as a giant shirt after a conquest. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, also, I will not be wearing deodorant for the three days that I make this shirt, so it really builds up. That authentic guy gamer smell.
1: For the record, I have the same reaction to someone buying bathwater, period, that Alex's horrible gamer shirt. This is not because he's a dude. The idea of sending someone fucking used bathwater is also fucking
0: gross fucking hilarious shame we need though, shame <laughs> every day we stray further away no, we, from we, God's but God
1: never existed we're just feeling way too comfortable <laughs> saying shit now like I want to drink your bath <laughs> water baby <laughs> that's what you're into fine yeah. whatever that's not my thing but also like I'm not sure mailing liquids is actually legal in the US, so... Fair. Don't, don't fucking buy people's bathwater on the internet. Or do, if that's what you really want, but like, don't buy it, ironically. You bought some of the bathwater, didn't you, Alex? Are you sure about that fact? Don't worry.
0: I'll send you the first one. I really hate
1: that this fucking bathwater shit made the rounds on, like, legit gaming news sites, not like the fringe ones we occasionally go to, but no, like, fucking mainstream ones who are like, oh, this girl's selling gamer bathwater shit. I'm like, ah. Stop bringing the fetish universe into my mainstream universe. Both are fine, they may coexist, but I don't want to go from about how Pikachu is blah, blah, blah to fucking gamer girl bathwater, yo. <laughs> yeah, get that sweat. The daily grime washed off in a bag. Or probably not. It's just fucking water, you idiots. Uh, SWS like to announce its own brand of uh, branded water, though, too. Oh, really? Uh, It it is most definitely not water. I get from my tap and put into a jug and then mail to you for thirty bucks a bottle.
0: But what's special? Uh, It is
1: gamer water. Unlike normal water, which is not engineered for peak for peak gaming format, this is water poured into a bottle next to an Xbox or a PlayStation, or a NVIDIA 2080 graphics card. You have my word of this fact. (laughs) (laughs) For an extra $15, we will dip a RAM chip into the water. That's the premium water.
0: I like this, yeah.
1: And for an extra $100, we will slap a logo from a company we don't have the rights to put a logo on, on the bottle. Yes, we're back to talking about copyright and IP things. This was a long walk for that, actually. So, the legalese aspect of this gamer girl bullshit might actually make it illegal, because she's slapping an Xbox logo on the bottles.
0: And a Diva logo. Um, (laughs) Making
1: it actionable, hypothetically. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: That was a very long walk for this bit.
0: Yeah, that was kind of a journey,
1: yeah. and that does link back to the Cam Girling stuff we've been talking about with Twitch because you are at that point privately making money off a of non masters distributed. Yep. If you wash a fedora in gamer girl bathwater, is it gain like plus thirty charisma? On top of it's already hundred charisma.
0: I don't know. Is it like adding holy I water guess. to a fedora? I would think that would be a thing.
1: What would a soube?
0: We'll find out. Also, I'd like to announce my gamer fedoras. Um, I will wear them for five days in hot, sweaty sauna to really let the juices build up on them.
1: I'm just picturing you really in a fucking sauna now, wearing a fedora and a towel, It's being like, sup, and every person that walks in being like, well, this is the fucking creepiest thing ever.
0: Yep. What fucking hundred percent. I'll make sure to like drink a bunch of Red Bull and not oh okay to going to the sauna, so it comes out of my Get pores. A fucking
1: contact I high of caffeine off the hat. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Somehow I'll sneak in a bag of Cheetos, and eat them while I'm in the sauna, and then be like, "Oops!" And wipe. What my is brim? it with you eating
1: Cheetos and going, "Oops"? <laughs> I
0: don't know. I just need a gimmick, man. I need a fucking gimmick. So anyway, again, every day we stray further away from God's light.
1: There is no God's light. There's only the void.
0: <laughs> Here we are. <sighs> I didn't
1: eat before this podcast. You haven't eaten nope. yet. I saw oh. the fucking words "gaming bathwater" on our news list. Oh God, we need news <laughs> to come back. Oh God, that doesn't. News. I need to go lie <laughs> down and kill myself. Maybe. Oh, Jesus! That has I, it quickly. I. You are forgetting the industries I have worked in and some of the conversations I've had to kind of like catch out of earshot or whatever. That like it's it, it's funny when this is hypothetical and not something you've like walked into a actual conversation about. But it. Yeah. Remember, there are used panning machines in Japan. (laughs) Yep. Yep. On behalf of pervert kind, I I apologize.
0: We do not! Oh, I bet we will next week. I
1: bet we will next week, too, unfortunately.
0: I can't wait to hear back from Henry. I... This
1: is why Henry didn't show up this week. Someone's bathwater just noped out of the podcast.
0: Or as the kids say, he yeeted we on our. We are not young
1: enough to say that anymore. <laughs> Yeet? No, you're not.
0: You're old. No, I'm now. not. I know. I. This is my illusion.
1: Of the three of us, I have the youngest of hearts.
0: That's right. I am the oldest.
1: No, Henry's the oldest.
0: Is he? How old is Henry? Forty, again? I think. Is he? Oh, okay. Close to that. Watch him be here next week and be like, what the fuck? I'm not 40.
1: 22.
0: Boy, that would be a plot twist.
1: Yes, that would be a plot twist. And not just us (laughs) not knowing how old our friend is. Yes, plot (laughs) twist. Indeed. You're using this phrase wrong.
0: Look, I'm selling fucking gamer shirts. I clearly don't care about
1: what's right. (laughs) Oh, that's totally true. (laughs) And to get us off that, if you want to send us emails about... Anything we talked about this week, uh, we can be reached at wickedawesomecast at gmail.com What's that email again, Alex? At wicked Wickedawesomecast at
0: gmail dot com for all your questions and inquiries regarding gamer fedoras and SWS. Gamer I will season.
1: make a filter that deletes those. <laughs> no, I won't, because they'd be funny to read. But I really want to.
0: Please send all your inquiries. I look forward to hearing sizing them. charts,
1: etc., <laughs> etc.
0: No, you only get one size, so I can only wear one
1: no, size. No, no, you will make what people want, Alex.
0: <sighs> I'm not going to fit into a fucking medium. That's too bad. I'm a th- Uh well, shit, it might be funny.
1: Wearing a tiny fedora around.
0: <laughs> a, little fedora, a little fedora? baby fedora. <laughs>
1: okay, I'm sold on again. The wittlest of fedoras. Oh, so It'll look like a weird Mad Moxie ripoff, then. The neckbeard version yeah. of Mad Moxie. Actually, she'd be on brand for this horrible conversation, so yeah.
0: Yeah. All
1: right. Emails down on the show notes, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, along with our social media stuff. Please don't send me ads for bathwater. Don't do it, please. <laughs> this news article <laughs> almost got kicked this week because I'm just like, no! I don't want to talk about this perv-ass shit on the podcast, but we have nothing better to talk about, so fuck it! We're talking about this, yep,
0: yeah That's
1: uh, an awesome task, you know, do
0: you do you want to take us out
1: kill the fucking metal <laughs>